there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You're listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast. Presented by Sports Unlimited. With your hosts, Morgan Adsit and Rocco DeSangro. Welcome into a special NFL Draft edition of The Flock on Fox 45. I'm Michael Jaffe. Morgan Adsit and Rocco DeSangro are in Owings Mills, where Morgan just caught up with first-round draft pick Zay Flowers. Well, first of all, congratulations. Are we on minutes of sleep or hours? Minutes. <laughs> minutes. I probably got like 25 minutes of sleep in the past day and a half. I don't even know how long I've been up, honestly. <laughs> That's a good thing, though, right? Yeah. I mean, you work so hard for this moment. Can you truly wrap your brain around everything from Thursday night to getting selected to knowing where you're going to be? I think that's honestly why I can't sleep because I worked for it for so long that when I finally got to the spot where I was in, it was hard for me to, like, wrap my head around it. So I sit up at night, like, looking up, like, damn, like, I really, like, kind of, like, accomplished my dream. But we're just getting started. I just got to a place where... I solidify my, like, myself as one of the best players in college football. What is it about this place, this offense, where you see yourself and what gets you excited for where you can fit in your skill set to this place? Uh, first is the people. Um, Coach Harbaugh, um, EDC, um, everybody just in the building is just a genuine person. That we, when I came on my visit, I didn't even have to talk about football. It was all just we laughing, playing basketball, um, me with some people here and there. And on the field, you got Lamar Jackson at quarterback. So all the attention is on him. Then you got me, Odell, and Bateman at receiver. So it's really just you pick. And you pick whoever you want to make a play, and we can make a play. And we got J.K. in the backfield and Mark Andrews at tight end. So it's going to be an explosive offense. When you're leaving high school and you're not getting the offers you feel like you want and you deserve, and you go to Boston College, from those four years, how do you get here and become a first-round draft pick and the number one receiver on the Ravens board? Um, I kept that chip on my shoulder, and I wanted to prove why Miami should have recruited me, why FSU should have recruited me, or Florida. So I wanted to go out there and play hard every game and do what I could to help my team win and prove everybody wrong that was looking down on me back in high school. Well, congratulations. Welcome to Baltimore. Thank you. Can't wait to see Zay in action for the first time in the purple and black. Now let's go back out to Morgan and Rocco in Owings Mills with a look at what was a wild day one of the NFL draft from Lamar Jackson's contract extension to the pick and what lies ahead for the Ravens. Morgan, Rocco? We are on the road, I think, for the first time ever, Morgan. We got Morgan Adsit, Rocco DeSangro joining you here for a Ravens draft special and uh, some Lamar Jackson news that fans in Baltimore are going to be really, really excited about going forward, Morgan. Yeah, that was fun on draft night, yeah. what, less than four hours away from the draft, and, and it gets done. <laughs> yeah. You know, It seemed like doom and gloom, and then now all is well. Money changes everything, and it's happy-go-lucky around here, and that's a two-year agonizing deal that yep. GM Eric DaCosta even spoke about last night. Like Sometimes you fight with your family, sometimes <laughs> things get a little tricky, and he hopes he never goes through something like this again. But it was a learning curve for everybody, and I think – the market kind of spoke to Lamar 
using that non-exclusive tag. No one came calling. No trade was happening. Jalen Hurts deals going on. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of things kind of just fell into place to kind of bump him back down to reality of like, hey, this is a negotiation. You're not going to get Deshaun Watson guaranteed money, but you can get a really, really good deal and per annual year be the highest paid guy in the National Football League until somebody in Cincinnati named Joe Burrow signs (laughs) his extension. But they got it done. Huge. No, they absolutely did. And uh, I, I wish that if I was arguing with my brother, I could just give him a million dollars, which I would never do with my own money and all would be good and well. And you said it. You're like, money solves everything, yeah. especially with this. Um, I don't know if feelings were hurt along the way. It seems like all is good and well now. And Eric DaCosta said it, it wasn't personal. It was business. And he did say that, which is a good thing for right. this franchise because – you don't want to sour a relationship that you have with this guy, a guy that you expect you to win a Super Bowl uh, in the coming years, and he expects to do so here. So that's a good sign for them. It's a win-win situation, I think, for both sides. No, Lamar Jackson didn't get a fully guaranteed contract that he might have hoped to get, mm-hmm. but you got to play ball. Takes two to tango, and uh, both sides had a dancing partner. They weren't the loser <laughs> at the dance. With no, so, sorry to anyone that's been there before. I've been there before, but th- there was oh, no loser so at the sad. dance by themselves in the corner just waiting for a dance partner. It so just clears everything up, right? I mean, yeah. that's the most important position of any team, and they didn't know what was going to happen. No, and it, it was so good for them to get it done. Like you said, before the draft, they knew, and, and you said it right off the bat, you're like, the Ravens aren't looking quarterback now because they have their guy for the next five years through that 2027 season. So that's good stuff right there for Lamar Jackson, a generational talent, former unanimous MVP back in Baltimore for five years on that deal. Uh, it's not signed yet, but it, it will be in due time. You got to fudge, <laughs> some, you gotta fudge <laughs> some numbers to get this rookie class signed put, first, put, but it'll save, put, him, yeah. it'll save him this year. So when it happens, you know, this $260 million where it breaks down to $52 million million a season obviously that's not going to be it on the salary cap it could just be like 10 million it could be lower than that could be in the teens for this season which is a lot better than 32.4 million it's it's big to get done and knowing with those five picks what you have ahead of this draft with the first pick pick 22 the ravens added to that wide receiver room that's already super talented if they can stay healthy Uh, they bring in zay flowers with pick 22 the wide receiver out of boston college that's drawn comparisons to a wide receiver that's been undersized in a baltimore ravens uniform before and that's steve smith yeah no pressure right (laughs) i mean no pressure you hope so you hope he plays with that tenacity is that guy i mean jumped on film flashed for boston college was a guy that nobody was looking at out of high school got like maybe two offers i've heard nc state might be another one but you go to Boston College, which is not a powerhouse in college football, and you become the top 22 pick of the NFL draft. A lot of people with you know the scouting experts and everyone that ranks everybody, definitely a top 30 talent when you talk about all positions. And he was like 2A, 1A, 2A for wide receiver. So it definitely, I do feel like, probably was the best player available on their board. And some of those cornerbacks that were linked to them kind of slipped a little bit more. So, so scouts are seeing some other things there, too. I think it's a great pick. It's another tool for this offense, which has needed it. They do have glaring issues on the defensive side of the ball with needing more D-line depth, and they need corner depth. And they've got Marlon Humphrey. That's great. He's another year older and another year banged up. Marcus Peters, maybe there is a handshake deal going on there that we'll see him again. Again, came off a massive injury and and wasn't really himself last season. So... The only way you can look at this pick in a bad way is if he's not on the level of a Marquise Brown type thing where he has some leading receiver seasons for the Ravens, maybe gets a thousand yard season. I'm not saying it's going to happen now. And then catastrophic bad things happen to their defense and they don't have corners. That's the only way you can ever look negative at this pick because of what was on the board. 
but I like it. I, I truly do feel it was a talent that they saw and the talent that they need and that will be plugged in right away. Everything is going into this offense, which is the way of the National Football League. Yeah, this could be a high-powered offense if everyone stays healthy in 2023, and there's big expectations for them. you got Dobbins that'll be healthy. Uh, Lamar is going to be healthy. That, that's the hope. Um, and happy. They, yeah, and happy. That's that's <laughs> the big thing, keeping him happy. When Flowers got drafted, I think ESPN popped it up right away. They put like a Tyreek Hill comparison up there. Again, and no pressure. And, yeah, oh, yeah. man, that's a ton of pressure yeah. to walk into. If he could turn out half as good as Tyreek Hill, I think the Ravens will be happy. But high hopes for Zay Flowers. Steve Smith, when he was talking about him, it was cool like listening to his analysis and to see what he had to say, like a former player being able to talk about a guy that he really likes a lot. And he gave him the stamp of approval. And he basically said, like, listen, you're going to think that this guy's going to come in and be a slot receiver. He's like, no, no, no. Yeah. He can play on the outside. He can play inside. He can come across the middle. He's a playmaker. And his big thing is is the yak, the yards after the catch. Mm-hmm. Like when he gets the ball in his hand, Smith kind of compared it to like, do you ever play flag football growing up? Yes. Yep. So did I. All-time exactly. So like, though. I didn't like, run much. You're the guy. <laughs> I think I was the blocker because like I didn't have hands or speed. Oh, they called sad. me Slowski, so uh, <laughs> I wasn't that good. But like in that aspect, in flag football, you got to think before you make the catch, your next move, and that's that's why he's so high on Zay Flowers because before he even catches the ball, he's thinking about that next mm-hmm. move, trying to make plays in the open field, trying to get to the end zone, and he's really got a knack for that. So Baltimore, I really think you're going to love this guy. I think most of Ravens' flock already does because of the reaction from that draft party. And uh, seeing him take selfies at the draft, <laughs> he found the Ravens fans right away. And oh, he yeah. was like, yeah. let's go. FaceTimed with OBJ. So that connection, that's already working. Uh, Odell Beckham called him to steal the draft. So high hope. Um, like you said, no pressure for no him. No pressure, yeah. But it, it is it is big for this team to have a young talent like that that hopefully pans out, and maybe the Ravens will get their first first-round receiver uh, turned pro bowler. That, That's, would, that would be something that, that they That would need. be big. Or That'd just like a second contract. You yeah. know, like they're so good, we have to pay him and keep him. Yeah. I mean, that hasn't happened in a very long let's, time uh, let's, The hope is that they don't trade him to Arizona or somewhere <laughs> else in a few <laughs> years. You, he regrets uh, that. Uh, Hollywood Brown, basically. <laughs> he's physical, he's fast, he yeah. gets off the ball yep and again it's i think they all get blown up a little bit right now and everyone's in love with everybody but i do think it's a great pick they so didn't I. lose anything last night and they certainly no. won before the draft even started with lamar jackson so they have four picks and we're gonna be waiting forever for the third round pick and we will of course recap all this when we record again on sunday and get the draft stuff going on but it, they they got a need they got a player they got a talent it should not be a I mean, it should be a home run. Hopefully it's not a swing and miss. I don't think it will. They've done really well with first round. It's like the third round pick that's really key in my mind because you go from not having a second round to not going again until 86. You kind of got a hit on that one. There's a lot. And, you know, the talent pool is kind of going down by then. I think you got a hit on at least three of those five picks. There might be two duds in the mix, and that that might be expected. But I think they have a good idea of who they want, what positions they want. They're always going to think like best available. We're always going to think they're going to go best available. Uh, But it's a wait-and-see kind of thing. Like you said, you just touched on it. We're recording this before the second day actually begins. So round two, they don't have any picks. But Eric DaCosta said, Roquan Smith, that's a good trade-off to get Roquan Smith. It's a positive spin on not having that pick. Exactly. I mean, hell of a player. You made him the highest paid guy on defense. So So that's great. Round three, pick 86. That is the only pick they have today. As of right now, now. things Mm -hmm. could change. We will have to wait and see with that. Round four, pick 124. Round five, 157. Then round six, pick 199. They have no picks in the seventh round. So Ravens flock, buckle up. It's about to be a... uh, 
maybe not a crazy 48 hours. I don't hours. think we can top yeah, day I, one. I definitely don't think we can. <laughs> take, a bre- take a deep breath, especially us. <laughs> exhale, and uh, let's see what the next 48 hours hold for the Baltimore Ravens. Well, thank you so much for joining us on this uh, remote, dish- remote edition, the first remote edition ever of the Flock on Fox 45, presented by Sports Unlimited. For Morgan Adsit, I'm Rocco DeSangro. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast, presented by Sports Unlimited. Stay up to date on the latest Ravens coverage. Check the Sports Unlimited tab on foxbaltimore.com.